This episode of Hello Church is brought to you by SeriesIdeas.com. SeriesIdeas.com is a really great website, Wade, because mm-hmm. they, we, we, they, we post a, a new sermon series every single day. And it's not a sermon series that you can necessarily download, but churches send us uh, from all over sermon series that they're doing, the ones that they th- thought was like really hit it was a home run for their church and they'll send it to us and we collect those and so the this whole entire website is really meant to spark ideas for you and your church leadership team as you're working through your preaching calendar yeah it's absolutely free and you can go on there and it's a good way to describe it is is inspiration. Yep. Giving inspiration to you as you think it's through. Like Pinterest for pastors. <laughs> Pinterest for pastors. So make sure to check out seriesideas.com, and hopefully it'll spark a new idea for your next sermon series. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to Hello Church, where we talk about the issues facing church leaders week in, week out. Mm-hmm. I'm Justin Trapp. I'm Wade Bearden, and we want to thank you for tuning in to this episode wherever you are watching and or listening. If you're watching on YouTube, we would encourage you to subscribe and to also leave us your thoughts in the comments. We always love hearing your feedback. If you listen on Spotify or Stitcher or Apple iTunes, make sure to subscribe through there and to send us a note about what you think about the podcast. You can always do that on our Twitter feed at ministrypass at ministrypass. Yeah, so make sure you turn on notifications so that when we do publish a new episode, you hear that bell. Today's a really interesting uh, podcast. I love, usually we'll do this type of podcast where Mm -hmm. we'll talk about different sermon series ideas pastors can go through with their church. Mm -hmm. And today's a fun one because we're going to be talking about 10 sermon series ideas for you to do in the fall. And I love fall. Fall Mm -hmm. is probably my favorite season. You have football you have nfl you have college football i know you're a big florida gators fan <laughs> yeah, no no absolutely so i am a big georgia bulldog fan uh oh I'm the sorry. opposite of the gators <laughs> as you so, know so you know you have uh thanksgiving it's usually just the fall is a festive time mm-hmm. i just for, for a church too you're sort of hitting your your peak number september october you're going into thanksgiving mm-hmm. everyone's feeling generous and then you you head into christmas i just love like the rhythm of fall and sort of sort of culminates yeah at christmas and then it's sort of the end of the year and then you kind of restart it well and and we are just north of houston texas so i always love those two days of fall winter uh, sorry fall weather uh, where it right. feels great. Uh, it's not too hot, not too cold. It lasts a very short time. We don't get that tender Tennessee <laughs> Christmas either. So, I mean, this is, would say. this is a, uh, a fun podcast to record, as you mentioned. Every once in a while, we'll do these where we just talk about ideas. And yeah. hopefully, uh, pastors will listen and it'll spark something. You can always pull these ideas off of ministrypass.com and you don't have to create the graphics. You have a guide to kind of get you started. Uh, But at the very least, even if you're not a Ministry Pass subscriber, this will potentially spark something. Yeah. Like, oh, this is is a really cool route to go this fall. And I think before we hop into specific ideas, we should probably remind our listeners – what types of sermon series usually work best in the fall? September, October, November, and December. We know about December. We know about Christmas. But 
after just being in the church and working with with churches, uh, what what do you think works best during this time period? So I think you know as you uh, round out August and you head into September, yeah. You know, these are going to be typically higher attendance months for your church. And so if you're having more people come to their church, you want to talk about and preach about things that are really have a wide appeal. So you could say you could talk about community. You could talk about, uh, you know, marriage, relationships. You could talk about parenting. You could talk about regret. I think every human being has had some sort of regret um, you could talk about pain. Every human being has experienced mm-hmm. some sort of pain. So talk about topics and, and work through books in the Bible that really have this wide appeal. You know, you're not going to want to do something real hyper niche and focused in, in your sort of harvest season, so to speak. So mm-hmm. some of these ideas are actually going to fall in line or some of these specific series, we are considering these uh, you know, uh, philosophies in, in mind as we sort of talk through. Yeah, and it's important that that you help people to understand the Bible is applicable to your everyday course. life. And that doesn't mean this, hey, come to church because the Christian faith will help you have a great marriage and we, and, and we make the faith just about the benefits that it gives us. But uh, at the same time, we do believe that the Bible speaks to our marriages and, and what that says about our relationships and how we parent and how we glorify God in those avenues. And I think that that is an important topic to deal with as we go into the fall. So we've collected 10 ideas. These are all sermon series that are on ministrypass.com and we think they emphasize and they highlight just what it means to look at the fall and try to put together something that will have that type of appeal that you, you're talking about. And one of my favorite new series well, on the site. Let me say this. If you're not a member of Ministry Pass, it's really easy. You can get access to these series. You can sign up for a free mm-hmm. 14-day trial and, and download some of these and, and check them out, kick the tires, and see if they, they're helpful for you and your church and your youth leader and your children's leader. Because when you have a a membership in ministry pass it really it's for the entire church so yeah sorry and, and no and, and i think i'm glad you said that because we want this to be helpful for people regardless of whether they're members yeah, or not absolutely. uh but at the same time we do want to help people know that it's right there th- these 10 ideas that we're going to work through they're they're right there yep. uh for you to download you can download all of them if you're a ministry pass uh, a member. So the first one is is one of my favorites that we've put on the site recently. I really love everything about this. I love the approach. I love the the content. I love the artwork. And it's called Let's Talk About It: Stigmas in the Church. And this series deals with difficult topics that people think about, people wrestle with, but we don't often discuss them. In church, and so here, here's just kind of a, a breakdown of some of those topics. Uh, we talk about mental health. We talk about singleness and marriage, which is a which is a huge topic that a lot of people want to hear about. Uh, we talk about caring for the elderly and what to do when those around us grow old, and how we can be there for them and emphasize the love of God uh, to a group of people that are often cast aside. I mean, there are some really incredible topics that are explored here. Uh, even even uh, body issues and body perception is talked about in this sermon series. And we look at the Bible and says, hey, how does the Bible speak to this? And how can we glorify God in all these arenas? And I, I think it's really fantastic. Yeah. And this is the a, a great example of, you know, you can take our sermon series frameworks and our content guides 
And maybe three of the four, you're like, man, th- these would really mm-hmm. speak to our church. And I- I'd like to swap out this particular topic with a topic that I feel like is going to be even more helpful for our congregation. We encourage you to do that. You know, whatever makes sense for your you know, specific context in your mm-hmm. community, but uh, th- th- at least it serves as a springing board. I love the next one. It's called "Till Death Do Us Part," and it's really you know it goes. It's a marriage series, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's a series on marriage and re- in your relationships with your spouse. And yeah. most of the people, besides the one that are not married, you know, you, the college kids or you know some of your teenagers, most of everyone in the room is probably going to be married or has been married or mm-hmm. is looking to get married. So this is one of those wide appealing sermon series that that really really works well in like a september time frame yeah i think it's it's such an important topic and like i said what i love too about this sermon series is it's not just like hey god's gonna make you have a perfect marriage and you know that's what the faith is about uh, but it talks about how we can glorify god with our marriages how our marriages are a reflection of christ's relationship with the church and how we can be objects of grace within our marriages and to the people around us. I think this is great. And something too, uh, Justin, that whenever I talk to the writers and we coach the writers on topics with with Ministry Pass, we're always trying to look at uh, groups as a whole. And so when we work through a marriage series, I always tell our writers, write as if people who are not married are in the room. Sure. People or people who have spouses who've passed away are in the room or people who have experienced uh, a divorce mm-hmm. and it and it broke them are in the room because we know those people are in the room. And so as you're thinking through these topics, I would encourage pastors to to think through that and to think about all the different audiences and how you can empower those people. And uh, I think our writers do a fantastic job of doing that. Which brings us to our next series. You you know, marriage leads to what? Leads to the children's. (laughs) (laughs) And so you could do a marriage series. I wouldn't encourage doing like a marriage series and then a parenting series. You could do one or the other. But uh, the series that we have is called Parent Guilt. Mm -hmm. And we just released this uh, not too long ago. And it's an awesome series for parents dealing with the guilt and the weight of parenting. Yeah, I love the uh, artwork here. Yeah. And, and, and think too, you know, I'm, I'm talking about our process here at Ministry Pass. We are always looking with our art, not to just create something cool, yeah. uh, but to create a visual imagery of the series. What can we do to help people remember what this series is about? And so this one has... It's those huge weights that people will carry when they work out with like the hook. Kettlebell? I, yes, yes. I don't, you can tell I don't use those uh, from the way I talk you about it and, I don't use and the way either. that I look. But uh, it has the, that uh, that kettlebell. Is that you? Yeah. Yeah. On, on the, some people are like, of course that's what it's called. How did you not know that? Uh, on the cover. Uh, and man, being a parent it is hard and you do have that guilt. You're like, I'm raising a human being. And I remember when I was a kid and my parents said this and I remembered that for the rest of my life and they they probably don't even remember when they said it. Am I saying things that my kids are gonna remember for the rest of their life? Is it going to permanently damage them? And we have this guilt, but I love this series and it starts with uh, (laughs) Adam and Eve and God's relationship to to children and, and how 
we make mistakes. We have to lean on God while at the same time um, uh, doing our best to raise up our children to follow God. You you, You have a joke here, I know. Well, so I I don't even think I can share it. I don't think it's appropriate to share on the podcast, but I do remember one time my parents thought they were talking in code, and I was just... I was old enough to figure it oh, out, no. and that definitely scarred me for life. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I, no, I will say this: kids are smarter than you think because they, they realize, yeah, mom, uh, they realize <laughs> the code that you don't think they can crack. Uh, they've got the enigma uh, code cracked. So sometimes my <laughs> wife and I will spell, and my son Charlie he'll say, "Hey, what are y'all talking about?" <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we just well. It's it's crazy when you spell and your kids don't know what what you spelled, but they spell it back to you. Yeah. So, yeah. Parent guilt. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we've tried like pig Latin too, you know. <laughs> that's easier to crack, I I right. think. Uh, so I think that's I I think parent guilt is a good series, but yeah, a, a series on parenting I think could be fantastic. And uh, this is a grace based parenting series, uh, which I think it does a great job of of looking at parenting from a biblical perspective. If you wanted to do a series on a book of the Bible, mm-hmm. you could do this next series called When God Doesn't. Yeah. And I'll throw that to you because th- you, you were telling me about the series earlier today when we were talking about this. And I thought it was just such a great opportunity in the fall to do a series on this book. Yeah. It, I'm going to let o- you say it, not it, me. It's over the book of Habakkuk. And uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that I know. I, that's why I kept trying to like, throw it to you. <laughs> I don't know if you have a problem with this, but Habakkuk. I will routine i pronounce i mispronounce words all the time and it's because i've only read those words and i've never yeah. audibly heard those right. words so pastors need to preach through the book of the Bi- this book of the bible more so people know how to pronounce it uh, correctly what you could do <laughs> is there's an old song by aaron jeffrey on the books of the bible oh goodness there you go <laughs> drop that reference you know i was reading through uh, the book of habakkuk the the other day a couple days ago and it begins as this cry is like god I see all this evil happening around me. What What is going on? Yeah. It's very honest. And then you have God's reply, and he's like, things are happening that you don't understand. And then the prophet responds, and he's like, yeah, but I, but God, what's going on? And Feels like our life every day right now. <laughs> it does. And I think people who come to church, if, we, if we're, we're thinking about people who have walked away from God, one of the issues that people struggle with is the problem of evil, right? And I think that it's important for us to address that. And the book of Habakkuk does that. Uh, and I think I like this series, When God Doesn't. I think it's fantastic. The next series that we're going to talk about, I think is a really, really important series for our time, especially in the a political it feels like everything in our world today is has some sort of political thread Mm -hmm. some sort of ideology about politics and the word christian right um the term christian may mean something to you or may not mean something to you based Mm -hmm. on just this sort of political noise that surrounds our world all the time and i thought this next series by it's based on a book by dean and sarah called unsaved christian i thought it was a really interesting uh, it's a great book and it's a great series yeah i mean it it is possible and it happens routinely for for individuals to call themselves christians but not reflect the life of christ yeah, no and fruit. so uh, in this book the author explores how we can be a quote-unquote unsaved christian and how that plays out and i think that this is a good this is one of those great fall series because that's something that people in church need to hear i mean it's so important but i also think that 
people outside the church can relate to that. They're like, oh yeah, I've been hurt by people in church. I've been hurt by unsaved Christians. And so being candid about this topic and even apologizing for the hurt that Christians have call, caused, the church's cause, I think can be, uh, it could be great for the fall season. Yep. Uh, the next series we have is called Misquoted. And, and this, is a, this is a good series that looks at some of the most commonly misinterpreted passages in scripture and says, hey, like, here's how we've misquoted them. Yeah. Here's how we've gotten them wrong. And here's what they mean. And what happens when we misquote scripture, we do that in order to validate our own feelings and usually to make ourselves feel more comfortable, right? And so we, we'll take a scripture and we'll we'll find a way to make it directly apply to certain circumstances in our life. And so misquoting scripture, it it's actually makes us feel pretty good. And it's this is a great series to, to combat that, I, I think, personally. Uh, I love this next series. It's called All In. It's great, great graphic, great artwork on this one. It's a lot of fun. Heart, soul, mind, and strength. What does it mean to be all in? I think this is a great series in the fall. It's a, you know, so it's a wide appealing sermon series. Another approach to take in the fall uh, is during the month of October to to really kind of latch on to the Halloween and the spooky yeah. feel and to talk about topics that aren't always easy to talk about yeah. and to kind of lean into that atmosphere. Yeah. And so one example, we have a number of, of series on the website that kind of appeal to this nature. And one of those is called the fear of God. And the, when you, when you read about people fearing God, uh, it, it is this simultaneous feeling of respect and, and what we would commonly call fear because God is great. God is good. He is a God of justice. And when we come into contact with him, we realize our faults. And uh, it is, we, we tend to think of, of God, you know, even in the New Testament as just being this kind of like cuddly father. And, and God is a loving father. He's a good, good father. He's, <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. And um, God sent his son to die for us. I mean, we think about the love and the grace. But why did he do that? Because he takes sin seriously. So what does it mean to fear God? I think the series does a good job of that. And I think you can lean into that. You can lean into some topics about death. It, it, October is a good month to do that because people, the season almost gives you permission to talk yeah. about dark topics. And and to be honest, you could talk about dark topics and pair it with also some, just some fun things to do uh-huh. uh, in that season. So uh, that that's going to be a, a great series and a great type of series that you could do. So mm-hmm. uh, I love heading into November. November is probably one of my favorite months of the year because yeah. everyone is getting into that Christmas season, right? The Thanksgiving holiday season, and they haven't drained their bank accounts, right, of buying presents for every person <laughs> in their extended family, but they're in a generous mood. So I feel Thanksgiving is a wonderful time to talk about generosity, not just you know, giving to your church, but being generous human beings, being uh, living a generous lifestyle. And so we have a series called Thanks and Giving, and it's a great series about being thankful, but also being yeah. generous in your life. And this is actually a really popular series on the site last year, and so we wanted to talk about it again because we think if you didn't do it last year, this would be a great opportunity to maybe try it out. Yeah, and, and once again, the artwork is great. It's It's got these hands kind of opening up uh to depict generosity and there's this kind of waterfall and this nature scene almost coming out of those hands and it just 
it goes to emphasize the life-giving nature of generosity to the people around us. And that when we're generous, we don't just help people with their physical needs, but we yeah. also reveal this deeper source of love that comes yeah. from Christ. And generosity is contagious. It, it really is. Uh, when people are generous, uh, it just helps others to be generous. And yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. We've got a number of Thanksgiving-themed series on the site. Now, we we're going to have another episode we're gonna yeah. record another episode about christmas because that's do, a whole nother that's a whole nother ball game but it we want it we want to put a bug in your ear because it is an important season and you want to plan ahead because yeah. so much is going on during christmas that if you wait till the last minute it's just going to add to don't the wait. hectic don't nature wait. of the season it, don't wait uh, we have a a ton of christmas series on the site we have we, we, we sort of specialize in like three categories we I have guess. we have a we have a christmas series enough christmas series to ra- last you the rest of your life Yeah, right you could just one every year yeah. uh, so we have more traditional classic or even nostalgic scripture advent uh, uh, yeah, series. We have Advent. We have, and then we have more contemporary uh, sermon series uh, that revolve around Christmas, and they all tell the same Christmas story, just in kind Absolutely. of different ways. Yeah. One of those that I really like is called the Christmas. It's called Christmas Playlist, and this tells the story of Christmas. It's pretty straightforward in the telling of the story. The unique angle is that it looks at some popular Christmas songs. And it shows, it kind of details what they emphasize about the Christmas story. Now, those are used as illustrations. We don't preach the songs, but it's a good way to kind of help us understand and look at the Christmas story. I mean, just you talking about Christmas, I'm starting to hear Buble in my, my ears, oh. you know. It's the most wonderful. Is that too early? Too early? I'm not a Michael Buble fan, uh, so... I don't even know if we can do this podcast anymore. <laughs> so I don't even know how to move forward little, from here. It's a little too early for me. Uh, those are 10 ideas. Yeah. And uh, listeners, viewers, we would love to hear your thoughts. What's something that you did during the fall that just worked like gangbusters? Yeah. Make sure to comment or to tweet at us. And we would we would love to hear those because we're always looking for ideas. And I think, too, as pastors scroll through the comments, something that, that you offer could spark some yes, ideas. So absolutely. make sure to, to post those as you listen to this episode. So in the next episode that we have for the Hello Church is actually a really fun episode, and it's about ministry in the modern age, and it's uh, revolving around a book that we're releasing soon, and it's called The Digital Pulpit. We think it's going to be very helpful, not only in this season that we're in in 2020, but but really beyond. It's a, it's a conversation that churches need to be having, should be having, and it's going to really it's going to help you be more effective uh, in your communication online, but also in your community. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, and if you know someone, a pastor who could benefit from this episode or another episode from Hello Church, make sure to send it to them this week. Maybe post it in a Facebook group or email it out and say, "Hey, this helped me. Uh, hopefully, this will help you." And that helps us at hello church but hopefully it'll also um, help your friends and the people around you so make sure to do that and as always subscribe on youtube or spotify itunes wherever you get this episode and uh, we appreciate you listening and we are praying for you pastors as you do the the very difficult but also uh, rewarding work of ministry